for Furphy at Little Creatures Village, Geelong. This is the warm-up with Warlow and Moods. Good morning, everyone. Happy grand final day. Can you believe it? It's finally here. What a day. Great sunshine out and about for the grand final between the Magpies and the Brisbane Lions this afternoon. It's going to be an absolute cracker. We've got a big show on the way. Everything AFL Grand Final as well. James Kelly, three-time premiership star for the Cats. Oopsie. It's going to join us uh, a little bit later on. Looking forward to that. Plus plenty of other stuff to get through, including your six-pack Cam Mooney. As I welcome you in, mate, this is a fantastic day. Good morning. Yes, it is. Greatest day on the calendar. Oh, even though I say that probably every week in the finals. Yes, I know. But, but it does build to this day, particularly when the sun is shining and you've got such a glorious day. Can't wait to get to my buy and sell because... I do love a day grand final. Yes. Uh, I just want to – I don't want to harp on this, but the public holiday, yes or no? Horrendous. Yeah, I'm not – Absolutely horrendous. The I, fact that it is still going is still a huge mistake. Yesterday's parade was outstanding, but when that city is completely packed – and I remember doing it, and I got to do it uh, four times – when people are hanging out the buildings, their work offices, all yeah. of those times, and not to mention how much money we make – uh, you know, yeah, for Victoria a, yeah, or for city, Melbourne, yep. for city, yeah, uh, huge, huge. Why they don't do it on the Monday? Do it all on the Monday if you're going to do it. Yeah, people can still go away, and then anyway, yeah, don't get me started. No, sorry, I shouldn't have. Thank I actually God. I thank apologize God. for thank, that. Thank God he's gone. <laughs> grand final day. Well, <laughs> grand final day. We're not political on the show. Grand final day in Melbourne. It's a hot one. Yes. Thirty degrees today. Um, as someone who hopes that the black and white army. Get up this afternoon. It's going to be a lot of cramping this afternoon. Well, I'd imagine it's a, a tough lot. one. Like, I feel like it's Brisbane conditions and we don't need that. But, um, no, look, it's it's, it's We fantastic. had a hot one in 08 yep. and I, I think I cramped yeah, late What's in the, the third quarter. What's going into the game or in a situation oh, like well, that? N- nothing really. I mean, you no. just prepare as normal. You hydrate as much as you can. Um, you know, there's some players who overhydrate. Well, I shouldn't say overhydrate, but they drink so much that they're literally going to the toilet every five yeah. seconds. Yep. Um, but... All you can do is just hope that you, you can get through it. A lot of massage uh, during the game. As soon as, every time you come off, you get a massage on your calves just to try and uh, make sure that you get through the game. Yep. Yeah, it's a funny one because we haven't had amazing weather. It's been a couple of nice days, but uh, realistically this big 30s mm. come. A lot of gels and all those kind of stuff. A lot of players take all that stuff now, yep. so there's probably – Probably less excuse now to go in. We'll talk more about the game a little bit later on. We'll go through the ins and outs and some of the matchups and and whatnot. Norm Smiths because we like having a bet on grand final day, first goal kickers and the like. We uh, we'll get to that a little bit later on. But in terms of what that temperature does, it must have some impact and it must favour the Brisbane Lions. Do you reckon? Uh, yes. Yeah, you'd think so, wouldn't you? I mean, they are used to the conditions, but as I said, I think everyone is trained so well now. And our dietitians are so brilliant at what they do. Um, like I said, a lot of gels and all these stuff that they have now that I, I don't think we had it back in those days, and we used to have a little bit. Yep. But what they have now, I mean, there, there really is probably no excuse that they'll be, they'll be juiced up yes. with all the right stuff, <laughs> yeah, if you know right what juices. I mean. Uh, grand final day for many people is very, very different. Some obviously do go each and every year. Some mm-hmm. people are lucky enough to go each and every year, even if their team's not playing. Yes. Um, it's a bit of a corporate day in terms of the crowd. Um, there's only a small amount of people yeah. get to go from each particular club. And I know that's been quite a stuff around this week with what's been happening with the tickets. That is but, ev- sure. but every yeah, But every club complains this time of year yep. for this game that their members don't get enough of an opportunity, which is 
100% right. Which is the case, but I guess this week's been more around how it's been distributed compared to how many you actually do get. Grand final traditions is an interesting one because, as I said, not everyone gets to go to the game. Some people have never been to a game before, no. so they do the same thing potentially every year. They might go to someone's house, the same house, or might host every year. It's just... It's one of those things, if your team's not playing, it's quite an enjoyable day. You it sort is. Of, and I used to love it when I was younger, and you'd have the TAC Cup on first, you'd have the reserves That's what on. we need to bring back, a game before the game. Yeah, I think it's brilliant. I don't think we do enough in the pre-game in terms of entertainment to warrant not having a game. No. Do you know what I mean? Like It's not like that we're going, hey, we'd love to have a game, but we're building stages, we're doing this, whatever. No, we like, roll we, out there up there, Gazali, every yeah, year. I mean, come that's on. That's fine. Do it oh, half. Give me a game I before know. That. I would love to see it. Look, I just don't feel like in this particular environment now that the VFL, if you want to call it that, um, which it is the VFL, mm. but of course the, the East Coast, I don't – that league is just – it's so watered down now yes. and lost all the tradition that I'm not sure it could hold its own. Remember the day yeah, when you were really right? young and they used to do the grand final marathon from midnight and they yes. used to just play grand final after grand final. You'd hardly go to sleep and then you'd wake up early as you could yeah. to watch the uh, was it 18s or 19s at the time and then you'd watch the reserves. And my brother in 1995 played in the reserves grand final for Sydney against North Melbourne. I got to go to that. Yeah, it was wow. unbelievable. Yeah, I miss to, those days. I used to try and stay up all night. Like you'd get to one or two, maybe one o'clock as a really yeah. young kid and I'd be watching a grand final in black and white. And I think I look back now and think, why was I bothering? <laughs> well, I'm like, I was watching a grand final <laughs> when they had the diamond as the centre square, not not centre square. It's, yeah. I didn't know any of the players. Not one. Um, um, so, look, traditions on grand final day. Everyone has first goal and Norm Smith. We'll get to that a little bit later on as well. But Remember I one of the great things is, sweep. and we talk about over in America, they talk about, um, what's the trailer? Um, tailgate ta party. Tailgate party, sorry. Yep. Trailer. Tailgate. R running through the MCG car park one year, because uh, I was going from a, a function to another function, and it was actually a, a Hawthorne game. And actually ran into a bunch of Hawthorne people, ended up stopping and having two or three beers with them. Yeah, right. Like out, yeah. outside the MCG. Yep. It was... Little things like that where everyone sits outside, particularly today on, on days like this where you can sit out and enjoy a couple of drinks and then you go into the ground itself. And people still do it and love doing it and been doing it for ages. I know a couple of games that I'd done pre-game, I'd go out you know, with the almost um, roving Brian mm. style and would, would go around to a few of those barbecues, oh, we've been doing this, barbecue. Yeah. we've been doing this for 25 years and this is da-da-da. And even, again, not even if their team is in or not, they still, yes. that's the tradition and go and do it. So... Uh, it is fantastic. One thing about grand final week, there's a lot of hangers-on. Yes. We talked about tickets last week. A I did lot. reach out to you during the week, but you got rid of yours, so I yes, couldn't get one of my mate hanger. It was one of my hanger-on mates. Yes, there you go. <laughs> but Fev this week, he was all blues up at the Gabba. He's at Collingwood oh. training with the Brisbane gear on this week. There would be, I guess, back in when you were playing and build up to grand... On grand never final seen a week. man make so much money grand final week who never saw the day. Then, yeah, that's true. <laughs> and to be honest, God. this is why he's making the money. I forgot that he didn't even get there. So in many people's eyes, he probably is a premiership player. Oh, he's a legend. Uh, now, Fev does well. I loved him and he loves to stir it up, which I think is fantastic. Um, but did you – what was what was it like grand final week, I guess, training and people being around and all of a sudden there's just so many people coming out of the woodwork and a lot of people all of a sudden – sudden are coming out and saying, oh, I've always broke for the Cats. And not saying they haven't, but all of a sudden they, they're front and centre where you no, never the, see them. The worst one, like, that was great. I mean, supporters, you know, whether they, you know, they come that week only for that week or they come all year. You love your supporters when they come down to the footy club and all those type of things. But the worst one we, is grand final week. You would get a text message or a phone call 
of some relative that you've bloody probably haven't spoken to in 16 years. Yeah. Hey, Cam, any chance of a couple of tickets this week? Oh, you serious, Uncle Tony? Piss off. Come on, Tony. <laughs> You're Give kidding spell, me. Mate. You even know who my kids and, are, Tony? Um, and if you don't, and look, and because accommodation's um, pretty pricey in Melbourne, yeah. you wouldn't have a spare room that I could oh, stay mate, in. Oh, mate, the amount of messages you get from mates from primary school I went to, I said, mate, I don't even remember going to school with you, bloody. Mate, yeah. mate, get away. Yeah, uh, ridiculous. So, um, look, it is a bit like that. Hey, one thing I really enjoyed during the week, and I guess we'll touch on the ins and outs a little bit later on, is that um, look, Collingwood did rule out Taylor Adams earlier in the week. Obviously, yeah. stay was Big call. That was, an, was an out for them. Um, so they just knocked it on the head, realistically. But what I love this week, and there was talk around the sub and what was going to happen was Jack Kinnaman's been the sub for the last or both finals yes. and has played a small part. But and, and been a very, been good. very good sub. Has been very good. Which I assumed would happen this week because of the way that he's been doing it. Well, I thought everyone probably thought that because conversation is like, could he run out a full game if he played? Should they bring in someone else if he's only played, you know, 10 minutes in each game over the last... But anyway, cutting to the chase, Thursday afternoon, team's not released. No one knows what's happening. Oh, uh, Jack... Jack Ginneman's dad on Facebook. He's in the 22. Where we go, Pies. I reckon it's brilliant. Well done to Jack's dad. Oh, no, I dad. just think you've got to oh, just dad. hold back a bit. Club is looking forward so, to announcing so this. Colling- what if someone so Col- totally weren't playing? So Collingwood's come out basically and, and announced that Lipinski is going to be the sub. And we're all going, fantastic. How up front are they? That's great. We love that they're doing that. They've only done that because old man Jack has gone and spilled the beans. Yes. So Pat Lipinski... <laughs> Would have been well. Who knows where he's? He, would, he probably would have known. He might have known he already. Known but um, Oregon's great. The dad's coming out and getting around it. Um, there was a story. Who had money on someone kicking a goal? So was that was. Nick? I don't want to say. No gold. Tyson Goldsack. Goldsack. And he, he kicked the first. He goal kicked the first goal. The and his mum had money on it. Yes. And in he, the replay, he correct. Came in, he came in for Leon Davis he at did. grand final because Leon Davis dropped during the week. And I uh, actually watched a bit of that footage during the week. That's why I know all this. <laughs> just <laughs> just bump myself up for, for this afternoon. But so, and they're like, I wonder where he's going to actually play. But he was a swing man and went forward, kicked the goal. So, um, yeah, well what, done to Jack I wonder Stad. what she had on him. I oh, would have been a fair bit. I Can reckon. I tell you, 2007, my mate messaged me uh, the morning of. He said, mate, you were paying eight bucks this morning to kick the first goal. And he goes, and I loaded up on you. Pressure on you. Paul Chapman kicks the ball from 55. I could have let it go. I take the mark on the line. Oh, Matt's match fixing. My mate was very happy with I me. I bet he was, and your cut was quite <laughs> healthy. Stay with us. Big show coming up on this grand final special. James Kelly to join us a little bit later on. Moonslow with his six-pack up next. Best grand final moments from this century. That's all coming your way. All thanks to Little Creatures. For Furphy at Little Creatures Village, Geelong, you're listening to The Warmer with Warlow and Moons. 